Welcome to Breaking Bible with the Tully Adventurers. Explore. It's a good day for some good news. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. That's Jesus' good news to us in John 16:33. As we face this new day and all it has for us, we find courage and hope in the only trustworthy words available. Tully Adventures, explore the Bible. And today is the day after Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. And so we decided to take some time to look at verses that talk about Thanksgiving. And so we have an app and we just pulled up a search for Thanksgiving. And we'll talk about these different verses. What I love about doing this is that all of it's out of context. So we don't know the heart of the person who's written this. We don't know what they're personally going through. We don't know all the stories. I mean, maybe if you're, if you grew up in church, like I did, you might have some idea, or if you're a Bible scholar, <laughs> you might know a little bit more, but I often find that when I do this, um, what happens is I, um, feel like I'm just getting told what to do without any recognition of where I'm at personally and any uh, and without any ability to connect to the person who's talking to me so when I talk to someone who I know if they tell me what to do or I tell them what to do we have enough of a relationship that I can feel okay with hearing them and, and actually listening to what they have to say. Maybe that's the problem I'm having with my relationship with God. I'm hearing his words, but when they're out of context or when I'm just in a bad mood or three, as we like to call it, uh, I just want to throw a temper tantrum when it feels like I'm being told what to do. Mm. You, ever, you ever feel like that, my love? <laughs> Oh, you got to say it out loud. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I used to, it used to be worse. I, I would say it has mellowed just a little bit. Um, but it used to be in my early adulthood, boy, if you didn't, if you wanted me to do something, just tell me not to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or tell me I can't do it. Ooh. Like, you can't get those business cards. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Not not a good place to be in. But as you've grown up, you've gotten a slightly different way of interacting with the world? It's mellowed a little. It's mellowed a little. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that, to help you remember that what we're going through here is maybe not going to all feel really really great it still is probably gonna be some helpful advice and ways to live especially for us since we're full-time RVers and we have, we have got to remember that even when our heater doesn't work and even when the air conditioner doesn't work and even when <laughs> whatever is going wrong with our RV got a flat tire and we don't know how we're going to get to our next place or whatever it is or the awning flies off the awning flies off <laughs> yeah we had that happen while we were in austin oh yep there's all kinds of things that can make us three-year-olds but here's some great advice for how to get through it so we're going to start with psalm 100 verse 4 we're in the message version of the bible um, and the verse says, enter with the password, thank you, make yourselves at home, talking praise, thank him, worship him. And of course, we're, they're telling us to thank God and worship God. Um, but I like that, enter with the password, thank you. We always want, I mean, I don't know about any of you out there, but we're Harry Potter fans. And the idea of magic, just being able to say some words or wave your hand a certain way and have things 
that are mundane taken care of for you. Man, I love that idea. And so here's the here's the magic words. Wingardium. I can't say the rest of it because I don't know how copyright works with all that, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, here's the new password. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. We were just talking about how we had that situation with the awning. And in the moment, it was really difficult to think of anything other than how are we going to fix this? How are we going to deal with this? This is a situation that we don't like and don't want to have happen. Um, the wind came and blew the awning and flipped it up on top of the roof, punctured a hole into the the roof, uh, broke a bunch of the metal pieces that hold the awning up there. And in the moment, that's not a fun thing to deal with. Um, and yet the password, the magic words are still thank you God, because he's probably going to make something good happen out of this terrible situation. What are your thoughts, my love? It's so easy to get caught up in the, so easy to get caught up in the, um, in the strife mm -hmm. and just, you know, circle the drain with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it's also easy to only thank God for the good things. But it's in the struggles that we learn. We mm. learn about each other. Mm -hmm. We learn about life. We learn about other people. We learn about God. We learn so many things. So it reminds me to say thank you, even for the troubles. Yeah. And since I did grow up churchy, I do know that the Psalms were, for the most part, written by King David. And of course, when we think of someone who's in power we think of someone who doesn't have as many problems as we have because they have people who can take care of it for them but that's just not the case david had plenty of problems some of them he made himself by doing some things that were not very wise but he was also known as a man after god's own heart because he would admit when he was doing something wrong he would ask god to forgive him he would change his ways and so for him to let us know that the, the password, if you want to be a human being after God's own heart, if you want to have wisdom and receive all of God's blessings, the password, the way to get close to God, is thank you. That's some good information. It's going to be helpful. All right, well, let's move on to our next verse. Can you read that? No. Okay. All right. That's okay. It's not big enough. To... <laughs> so I'll read the verse and then you go ahead and tell me what you think about it and how it makes you feel. This is Philippians 4 verse 6. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Whoo, all right. <laughs> Go ahead, my love. Talk, talk to us. Yeah, one time somebody told me, it was you, somebody <laughs> told me that, um, that it was arrogant to worry mm. Mm. and I was so angry about that mm -hmm. so I think about arrogance as feeling good and being haughty and being proud and being bragging and okay. what do you mean that's arrogant <laughs> well, what it is is it's not letting God's do, God do his job Okay. So it, it was arrogant. It is arrogant. What do you mean by not letting God do his job? Well, he's going to make good of things. Mm -hmm. And if I'm worrying, then I'm not trusting that he's going to make good of things. And what does that normally cause you to do? When I'm worried, uh -huh. I get physically sick. Okay. And what do you try to do, though? I try to figure it out. Like, if I just think about this hard enough... 
I just roll it around in my head 5,000 bazillion quadrillion times, I'm going to come up with an answer. So I'm, I'm smarter than God. I can figure out an answer, a better way for this situation to happen. Mm -hmm. And I can fix it myself. Mm -hmm. I don't have to let God be in control of it because yeah. I can control what happens. Yeah. You ever been there? Oh, yeah. Many, many times. I mean, that's why we enjoyed Colossians so much, because Colossians talks to the people, the science guys, the STEM people, the, the technology, the engineers, the mathematic people, the we know how to figure it out, we're going to solve the problem. Everything is a problem that we can solve just by thinking about it and figuring it out. Um, but uh, relationships don't work that way. <laughs> sometimes you just got to say, I'm sorry. What I did was wrong. Will you forgive me? Even sometimes when you don't think what you did was wrong. But you can be right or you can have relationship. You don't get to have both. <laughs> so you got to choose. <laughs> and that's tough. Man, that's tough. Those words could not be truer. Anything else coming from that one? I like how it says, when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. As human beings, it is so easy to center our lives on worry. On believing we can figure out what's going to happen. We can figure out the situation. We can figure out what needs to happen. Um... Or we think that by spending our time worrying about it, feeling different feelings about it, not accepting that it is the way it is, that just having those feelings is going to change things. People will recognize and empathize with our feelings and they'll start doing things differently. <laughs> that one seemed to hit you a little, a little sideways, my love. Tell me about it. I think that is the belief deep down when we're worrying that, you know, if we just feel hard enough or think hard enough, then people will change what they're doing. That's just not how it is. Has that ever worked for you? You just felt hard enough and people magically started doing what you wanted <laughs> <No>. them to? <laughs> you ever just think hard enough? And they just... No. No. But it's funny because... As human beings, we are insane. And insane means doing the same thing and expecting a different result. I'm going to keep just pushing these vibes, my vibes, my feelings out there. Thinking that people are going to change just because of my vibes. There are people who do not ever in their life want to harmonize with anyone else's vibes ever, no matter how good those vibes are. And if we don't know that about human beings... Also, what happens when you're pushing out so-called good vibes, and for this I mean happy vibes, and you're at a funeral? Man, you're throwing the wrong vibes out there. You're throwing the wrong feel. Everyone should just be happy. If everyone would be happy, we just went through a loss. We have to accept this loss. We have to allow ourselves to feel the sadness of this loss and accept this loss. And usually there's a whole process of mourning and grieving. The grief process is what it's called because we as human beings are so bad at accepting reality the way it is. So I love it, man. Oh, and the <laughs> God's wholeness will come and settle you down. I do know that feeling. How many of us are anxious all the time because we're worried and we think that or feel like if we just worry hard enough and we're, we're, we're getting so worked up and so messed up and the password is thank you God and just praying, remembering who God is, telling ourselves out loud. So a lot of people like to pray internally and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we need to hear out loud ourselves say, not I'm worried, 
But God, this is who you are. This is what you've done. This is how you somehow make everything work out for good, even though all over the world, everyone, including myself, is doing things that go against the way that you want us to interact with each other, that go against the way that we need to interact with you, and you make it all work out for good. That's amazing. And if we can hear ourselves say that, it's hard to worry. It's hard to worry when you're telling yourself that, that God exists and makes all things good and works all things together for good. You start telling yourself that, yeah, it'll settle you down. Oh, I don't have to figure this one out? Well, cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my brain working on a problem. But hey, I need to just go download a math worksheet off the internet. I'll do some math problems in the morning and then I can get on about my day and quit pretending that this human being that I interact with is a math problem. These people, this company, the government, whatever it is, is just a math problem and it's all going to get solved if I just think about it hard enough. Or, in the same way, if I can remind myself that God is good, and that he's working all things together for good, then I can be angry with things that are happening. I can be disappointed with things that are happening. But maybe I don't have to go out and protest or pretend that I believe that if I just yell loud enough that the government and the whole country and all of these things that I can't control are going to change to be what I want them to be. And it is heartbreaking. The things we have to mourn and grieve, the things that we're worried about, there is validity to the emotions we're feeling. That fear we feel because we recognize that the government is doing things that could be harmful to us, that there are things happening to the environment that are probably harmful to the environment. All the things that we worry about, are my kids gonna be safe? Am I gonna be safe? Can I walk outside without getting hurt by getting hurt by people who are supposed to be protecting me. At least that's what I tell myself. There's a lot that we could worry about. But the joy of knowing God and praying is being able to say, to settle myself down, to find peace by saying out loud, God's wholeness is everything coming together for good? Can you say that out loud? God's wholeness is everything coming together for good. If you said that two or three times, I mean, just that one time, how did you feel? Did you relax just a little bit? Mm -hmm. It's okay if you didn't. I did. You know, but if it, say it out loud, say it three times fast. <laughs> That's a joke we like to make. But right now, wherever you're at, say out loud, God exists and he is making everything come together for good god exists and he is making everything come together for good god exists and he is making everything come together for good and i don't know about you but my chest just feels lighter my shoulders feel less pressure on them there's something about it that is settling me down I don't have to fix everything. Man, that feels nice. It's okay that I have PTSD, that I struggle with a disability, that I am not everything I hoped I would be now that I have reached this age that I am at. It's okay that my life is not what I expected it to be because God exists and God is making everything come together for good. Whoo! What's going on, my love? I thought I heard rain. Oh. Our dog is outside on a leash and he's running around and there's some noise happening. And who knows what else is going on. We are at an RV park right now because we're full-time RVers. That's where we're at in our life. And it's an interesting way to live life. But we believe that 
God has brought us here for a reason, and there's there's something that's going to happen every day that is going to bring us closer to Him and to enjoying people. And later today, we'll put up on YouTube a video of something we got to do last night. And I don't know about you, my love, but I had a great time mm -hmm. with some people. Which is really weird for me to say because, man, I can easily get worried about people. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of people. And there were a lot of people. But felt good. Mm -hmm. it, it felt comfortable. It felt happy. Mm -hmm. So we'll be putting that up later on YouTube today. It'll be called Friday Fun. You can check it out. All right. Let's let's go to the next verse. If you hand me the iPad, I could read it off the iPad. I oh, okay. just couldn't read it that far. Oh, okay. It's uh, the third one right there. Okay. So read the where it's the address first. <clears throat> Colossians. Is it Colossians or Colossians? Hey, say it how you say I'm it. I'm going to go Colossians. Okay. 3.15. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing. And cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense. And sing. Sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus. Thanking God the Father every step. Hmm. What do you think about that, my love? Thanking God the Father every step. Mm -hmm. What stands out to you in that verse? None of this going off and doing your own thing. <laughs> okay. Um, there are times where I just want to hibernate. I don't want to be around people. I just want to hole up in our home and, you know, maybe some days I've gotten caught up in the, you know, there's a disease out there and mm -hmm. I don't want to be too close to people because I don't want to get sick. Right now it is COVID times. And... You know, there's a little bit of truth in that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, if I only looked at social media, I might think that it's a crazy world out there and that everybody's fighting each other. And, sure. And, you know. I don't know. Tell me. Uh, when I go off on my own, away from people, and all I'm looking at is social media, I... It's hard to be thankful. Mm. Okay. Now that's not to say that everything on social media is not. Sure. I mean, you could go down any rabbit hole. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's the same when you're actually out with people because you yes. can decide to, like the last verse said, center yourself on worry. Yes. And then you see things happening, people doing things that confuse you or mm -hmm. don't feel good to you. And it's easy. It was easy before social media to mm -hmm. fixate on these are the things that are going wrong. And this yes. is what's bad. And these, this is why people are bad or those people are bad. Mm -hmm. Or however, right. you know, social media is just a tool that shows us. The same yeah. things about human beings that every other tool shows us. Mm -hmm. Money shows us the same thing. Power shows us the same thing. You hand these things to humans, some of them use it as a toy. They just play. Some of it use it as a tool. They build homes and they create foundations and do things that help other people. And some of people use it as a weapon yeah. to try to protect themselves from all the things that they're scared of. Yes. So absolutely, I'm with you. And the next line says, and cultivate thankfulness. And I was thinking about last night on our adventures, and uh, we had some funny things happen at the parking. 
Uh-huh. And I just, I was so thankful for, for the lady and the gentleman that helped us. Mm-hmm. And they were so gracious back. Yeah. Like, it was just such a, it was such a good experience. And, um, I think to myself, I could have gone into that with a whole different attitude. Mm-hmm. I could have, could have gone into that with opposition on my mind. Mm-hmm. And there have been times in life when I've done that. I'm just, I'm irritable, I'm cranky, I'm tired, and every little thing just makes me irritated. Sure. But I've really been working on not showing up to life like that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Cultivating thankfulness. Yes. I love that word, cultivate. It's a, it's a farming terminology, which means it's not, it's not a microwave technology. <laughs> it's it's farming it's planting a seed watering it fertilizing it months and months a whole year of working to get it to grow a time frame during the winter where there's snow on the ground that seeds down there in the ground and you're hoping for the best but you don't know if it's actually gonna become a living thing and then springtime comes, and hopefully that plant starts growing up. And there's a whole parable that Jesus gives us about the farmer with the seeds. And sometimes you throw your seeds out there, you think you're cultivating your thankfulness, you got your thankfulness seeds, but you've thrown them out on the gravel and they can't get into the dirt. So they grow just a little bit, but then they fall over because they just can't get their roots deep enough. And you throw out your thankfulness seeds and they start growing really good, but then the weeds come. You got your friends, people who you call your friends. I don't know if they're actually your friends. And they're going to come over and they're going to be the weeds and tell you, you shouldn't be thankful. We're, we should be worried. Look at everything that's happening. We should be sarcastic and make fun of people because look at everything that's happening. We should go do this and this and this. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm trying to grow this thankfulness. But sometimes that thankfulness plant falls over because... You're, the weeds come and choke it, choke the life out of it. Yeah. And you throw the seeds out and the birds come and, and steal them. And you're like, I just said I was thankful and someone came up to me and heard me and they hurt my feelings because they said being thankful is stupid. <laughs> they stole my thankfulness. <laughs> but some of the seeds actually get planted deep enough. Those thankfulness seeds find some real room to grow inside of us. But there's, you know, it's a process. It's not just two minutes in the microwave and woohoo, we're good to go. And once again, letting go of that idea that we can figure everything out, <laughs> man, that means I can't figure out how to be thankful and magically do it. I can't build a robot or a, or a machine that's like a microwave that's going to magically make me thankful. This is going to be a process. I'm going to have to practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> All you Allen Iverson fans out there, we're talking about practice. And we're trying to, to grow, to cultivate this thankfulness. And I want to let you know that God has been growing thankfulness inside of you, my love. And I'm very proud of you for allowing him to do that. And I see it. It makes a world of difference in how you interact with people, in how you do life. It's beautiful. So thank you for being willing to allow God to grow some thankfulness inside of you. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Anything else stand out to you in that one? Just coming back to that cultivate word. Word. When you're cultivating, you got to work at it. It doesn't just come to you. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of faith, and you're going to have to keep keep chipping away at it. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that um, that I work at. Mm. But I see the difference in people. I mean, we've just, it's amazing the things that people have said to us and done for us to help us. 
as we've been on this journey. You know, as we are gracious to them, they are gracious to us. I'm, I am so thankful. And I make a point to thank people for what they do and who they are. And it has made a difference for us. Mm -hmm. Last night when we were, can I tell the story about the parking? Sure. When we were parking our car, um, we weren't sure if we were supposed to park in a certain spot or if we could park anywhere in this particular garage. And so, okay, thank you for being willing to stop and ask somebody because I, it, I was just blown away that you would do that, first of all. Mm -hmm. And so he just asked this, these people that were getting out of their car. And the lady came over and was like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to park right here. And this is why, because then we can get out quick at the end of the night. Because if you go to the other side, mm -hmm. it's going to be, you're going to be here all night trying to get out. And don't forget, take your ticket with you. Like, she just gave us all the clues. Mm -hmm. Like, told us all the things to do. And, oh, I'm so grateful. And what a difference it made because oh, yeah. we wouldn't have we wouldn't have known to take our ticket. We were going to leave it there in the car. Yeah. Um, and we wouldn't have been able to get back in. Yep. And all kinds of, yeah, it was, a, it was a beautiful moment. It was. And I wanted to park lower down and earlier. Mm -hmm. And because we, because God kept us going, we got to talk to these amazing people, have this amazing conversation, and get all the inside info so that we could really have a great experience. Yes. And not have extra trouble thrown onto us so yeah. thank god that those people were there yes and thank god for them and that they knew what they were doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was good stuff mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. i do like the other part of this verse that says no going off your on your own <laughs> don't think that you can just go figure this out by yourself don't think that you can go feel the way you feel all by yourself and it's gonna make everything better you know, it's it's really easy to be hurt by people, be upset by the things that people do, and decide, you know what, I just, I don't trust people anymore. I don't trust God to bring good people into my life who are going to give me wisdom and help. Um, I've decided I'm just going to do things my way. <laughs> I've been down that path. Oof. And, like I said, I like figuring things out for myself. So, I want to go down that path often. Not the not using the magic word of thank you. Not saying thank you, God, for what you're doing. Not saying out loud and reminding myself, hearing myself say, God exists and he is making all things work for good. I struggle with all of that. And so, I've just got to wonder, you know, how can I allow myself, especially because, like I said, I have PTSD. It's even more difficult. I, my brain tells me that people are enemies who are trying to hurt me. My brain tells me that pieces of trash on the side of the road were put there by an enemy who's trying to hurt me. Things that I think, I'm pretty sure civilians don't even see most of the things because they're not looking for them. And good, good that you don't have to look for those things or think about those things. Um, and to all the, the soldiers out there who, especially the veterans who have been told to look for those things and are looking for those things. Man, we love you, I'm with you. And this is a real struggle to believe that God is good and that he is making all things work for good. And that that's not an enemy's plot to hurt me. That I'm not in physical danger right this moment just because there's some trash on the side of the road. Or just because someone's walking towards me. But I feel it often, you know. The, the military issued me the things that I needed, including a weapon when I went, and I don't have any of those things anymore. And so my hands get itchy. I want to have them. 
And it's okay that I don't. I don't have to have them here. And when I go through the process of saying, thank you, God, when I go through the process of saying, God exists and he's making all things work for good. It's okay if I have a weapon or if I don't. It's okay if I am close to people or I'm not. It's okay that that piece of trash is out there on the side of the road. None of that is going to define how I interact with the world. Because I am reminding myself that God is good and he's going to make everything work together for good. So I'm grateful for these verses. And it's hard to remember sometimes. And I I know that was a little heavy and I hope that you got through it and that you remember that you can wherever you're at and whatever your situation you're in, you can still be thankful. And maybe saying thank you God is going to remind you that you can walk away from certain situations. You don't have to take certain abuse from certain people, or maybe you can, and not not physical abuse. Let's not get let's not get outside of common sense here. But maybe you can recognize that some people are just having a bad day, and the reason they're yelling or throwing a hissy fit or being three year olds throwing temper tantrums is because they have their own hurts that have nothing to do with you. Their hurts have nothing to do with me. And so God can give me the wisdom and God can give us all the wisdom to know should we engage in this situation or maybe just walk away from it. So we love you. We're thankful for all of you out there who are watching this and listening to this. My love, I want you to know that I'm thankful for you. You are my blessing. You are my gift from God. God gave me an amazing blessing when he gave me you. And I'm really grateful to have you in my life. You've changed my life for the better. You challenge me a lot. <laughs> and sometimes I turn three and I want to throw a temper tantrum. But I'm really grateful for your loyalty, for your willingness to trust me and love me through some very difficult times that you care about me. Um... I'm grateful that you trusted me enough to get into an RV and travel with me <laughs> all over the place. And we're having these amazing experiences. Uh, great people, great things. Um, God has really blessed us. And um, I, I will enjoy talking to my friends and hearing... You know, they let me know often that they're jealous that we get to live this life and go do all of these things. I have a lot of friends who are still in the adventure of having kids, the adventure of getting married, the adventure of being married without kids, the adventure of being married with kids. And all of those are definitely adventures. They have lots of challenges. Um, you know, the adventures of going to school, the adventures of trying to figure out what am I going to do with life? What job am I supposed to have? Should I stay in the job that I'm currently in? Um, especially with COVID right now, should I even go outside and deal with people? Um, should I stay home to work? Will my job let me stay home to work? There's so many adventures going on, so many challenges. And every challenge is an adventure. It's an opportunity to either center our lives on worry or center our lives on who God is. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful that you're on this adventure with me. And I'm grateful for all of you Tully adventurers out there who are doing your adventures and you're letting us be a part of your life and you're a part of our lives. Man, we're grateful for you. Thank you for being here with us. And we thank God for you. And if you're However you're interacting with us, and if we get a chance to hear from you and, and know about some of what's going on with you, it's a blessing to us. You inspire us. You remind us that we're not alone on this crazy journey called life. We're not going through life alone. And just keep on keeping on, because like I said, you inspire us and you keep us going. So... 
Anything else in particular about these verses that stands out to you? You want to talk about my my love? I just keep thinking about what a great time we had last night with thousands of other people sitting shoulder to shoulder with them. Yeah. On on both sides of the aisle. And just what a good time we had. Yeah. Talking to people and interacting with them and you know, being silly and just amazing. There's something else that's on my heart, and uh, this was inspired by a comment that we got from one of our other social media sites we, we showed. For those of you who are wondering, last night we went to an NFL football game, and it was Jen's very first NFL football game ever. And like I said, we'll put on, for our Friday fun, we're going to put up a YouTube video that has us getting ready to go to the game and um, walking towards the stadium and all of that good stuff. Um but what I was in, inspired by, by a comment that was made on, I believe it was Instagram. Um, <laughs> what's up? Our, our camera's oh. wiggling. <laughs> right. We got someone driving outside, and so the whole RV's shaking. So what I was inspired by, um, this, this comment on Instagram, uh, was kind of, it seemed jokingly saying that you were willing to go to an NFL football game, even though there was all that uh, hoopla about, you know, uh, taking a knee during the national anthem. And last night I was thinking about that a lot, because as a veteran, the national anthem means a lot to me. And just so you know, I kind of fangirled out, because <laughs> Tank from Tank and the Bangas sang the national anthem last night, and I cried. It was a beautiful moment because 70,000 fans at a football game all stood up to show respect for our national anthem. And I was thinking about that. And, you know, there was that big controversy. And there was a time when, and wherever you stand on this current controversy, we still love you. We're not picking sides. Um, but as a, as a veteran, what I think about is the only place I can think of where the national anthem is still played is at sporting events. Our kids, if they took a knee in school, it wouldn't matter because they don't pledge allegiance to the flag and they don't sing the national anthem. People who are going to their jobs and work, we don't start each morning by singing the national anthem. We don't start each morning by pledging allegiance to the flag. So it wouldn't matter if anyone took a knee or didn't, because we're not doing it. Even in politics, there was that time where a bunch of the politicians got together and they took a knee. And it was some big news story. And I just trip out because they still it still wasn't a, during the national anthem, and I don't even know how often those people pledge allegiance to the flag. But we have a problem in this country with what's going on, and we let the same people keep getting into politics and Congress. We change out the president and think that's going to change everything. We don't change out the Congress people. We let those people stay in power. We wonder why things are still the same when we have the same people making the decisions. And yet, even with all that, and it would be easy to get worried about that and let that mess up everything that I've just said. Even with all that, God exists. And he is making all things work together for good. And something that I think is really good is that when I go, when I watch a sporting event in the United States of America on TV, or I go to that sporting event, they play the national anthem. And you can see all those fans standing up, showing respect and honor for our country. Because... We live in a country where every individual has the opportunity to take time to watch sports, take time to play sports, take their own time. They get to decide what they're going to do with their own time. Man, we live in an amazing country. And so I'm grateful and thank you, God, that we live in America, that we have a Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, that we have a national anthem. 
and that we can respect and honor and be grateful for the good things that this nation stands for. One of which is, we're going to try to do better. We're going to try to become better than we are right now. Man, that's, that's amazing. So I thank you for that comment, and like I said, y'all inspire us. Y'all keep us thinking about all kinds of different things. Yes, my love. You know what I, I find uh, interesting about comments that deal with people taking a knee during the National Anthem is, in my religious upbringing, we dropped a knee in reverence. Mm. What what religious upbringing I, was that? I was Catholic. I, I grew up Catholic. Uh-huh. We... We genuflect out of reverence. Mm. So, it's interesting how people view things. Sure. And we can make up our own stories all day long. Mm -hmm. And we can be angry every day if we choose. Yes. But, that's not what we're called to do. We're called to be thankful. We're called to love people. We're called to love God. Yes. I, I'm grateful for the quote. I want to say it was Charles Spurgeon, and you all can look this up and check me on it. Let me know in anywhere you comment for us. But the quote is, it's God's job to judge. It's Jesus' job to save. It's the Holy Spirit's job to convict. And it's my job to love. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's a tough one. That's a great quote. Because how often do I want to judge? As if I knew every component of this person's heart who did this thing that I don't agree with or I don't like. But I can judge them as if I know everything that's going on in their heart and head. I don't even know everything that's going in my own heart and head. I shouldn't even be judging myself. <laughs> and yet I'm willing to think arrogantly that I can judge this other person? Yeah. I must be out of my mind. Or worse, and persecute them. Ooh. Call them names, point the finger, say rude things. But how often am I doing all of that so that no one will pay attention to me because maybe I feel like a coward because I'm not willing to stand up or kneel down in respect and disappointment and actually feeling my feelings about situations that are happening that are so painful that I am grieving that do actually drop me to my knees because they hurt so bad I don't know who the, what these people have been through. I don't know what it was like for them. That individual person growing up. However they grew up and whatever they went through. And how much they were part of or not part of any given culture or group or tribe or whatever you want to call it. I don't know anything about any of the people that I'm walking by. Except for this. God created them in his image. They are eternal beings. And I'm treating them like they are momentary beings. And what they do and what is done to them doesn't ring across eternity. It it's just something that's going to pass. Woo! Missing out. Missing out on God exists. And he's going to make all things work together for good. But that does not give me the right to take his job of being the judge. And it's just as hard because I want to be the savior too. I want to go save people. Yeah. Oh, you're hurting? Let me come fix it for you. Oh, you're feeling pain? Oh, you're going through a difficult time? Let me come and save you. No, Jesus is the savior. And if I love people enough to remind them of who God is and who Jesus is, then I'm doing what I need to do. But if I'm trying to be God or I'm trying to be Jesus, that's some arrogance in my life that needs to get rooted out. And if I'm convicting people 
you should do this, you should do that, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, then I'm trying to be the Holy Spirit. And that's not my job. I am not in my lane. I need to get in my lane and stay in my lane. And love the way God does it, not this romantic love, not this weak, empathetic friendship love that won't tell the truth, not the battle axe love that only tells the truth and does not empathize at all. None of that is is what we're talking about when we use the word love. We're talking about loving the way God loves. And sometimes there are people whose job is to hold other people accountable. And sometimes loving people is doing things that are difficult for us and don't feel very empathetic and don't feel like we're giving enough truth and don't feel good to us. That's part of dying to ourselves. Letting go of the belief that my way of helping people is the best or only way to help people. As if giving people what I want is what is going to be helpful because it's what they need. Yeah. Ooh, I got to give all that up? Mm, that's tough. But I love that quote. I love that quote. And it's so painful, but it's so good. So have I learned how to love by watching how Jesus interacts with God. How God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit interact with humanity. Have I learned how to love? Ooh, thank you, my love, for letting me talk about all that and for feeling how you've been feeling through all that. For those of you who are listening on the podcast and are only hearing this, Jen was crying. It hurt her heart to listen and remember all of what was going on during that time in that situation. But I want to say once again, thank you to all of the sports establishments in the United States that still play the national anthem. Here's to you all fans of sports who stand up and show respect for the national anthem, who kneel down in respect and honor for our country, if that's what you're doing. I don't know your heart. I don't know any of your hearts. But I appreciate a moment of respect for our country. And it's nice to remember that that's what I fought for. And one more time, I'm going to say, and I hope you'll repeat after me, God exists and he is making all things work together for good. Okay, one more, one more, one more time. God exists and he is making all things work together for good. Thank you so much for being with us. Remember to, to comment. You inspire us to keep doing life. Follow and subscribe on Twitch to chat with us. Like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. Much love. Tell the adventures. Explore.